What did I do? I'm just a kid from the gutter. Turn on the radio, bruv. Turn on the radio, bruv. Are we good to go? How your mic sounding, guys? Are the mics, Michelle o- check. Are the mics open? Michelle check, yes, sir. Mics open, sounding good? Mics open. Happy with how you're sounding? Crisp, nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be start now. Calvin looking confused, bruv. <laughs> what else is new? The mics are blood clot open. Check, check, check. Select accent for the podcast. <laughs> Calvin. Calvin always late. All right, welcome to The Mics Are Open. It is a podcast emanating out of Nairobi, Kenya with us guys. Myself, G Money. Andy Young. Big C. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We in the blood clot building again. Most definitely, yeah. Do you know, I'm beginning to look forward to Fridays, by the way. Oh, yeah? As, the, as in, like, recording the podcast. I, I just think that like it is a great way for us to wrap up the week because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a very stressful week this week. So it's just good to be able to come here and vent and talk shit for the next 30, 45 minutes or so. Yeah, this it's is been, good therapy, it's, man. Yeah, it's actually therapy. This yeah. is actually my therapy session. So let me just start. Let me just lay on the couch, lay on the bench and start talking about my life. What a week in the workplace. Jesus. <sighs> Anyhow. Yeah, you can mm. exhale and just let it all out, bro. Just let it all out. It's been a yeah. very interesting week. How's my week been? Um, Monday was a public holiday for us, guys. So mm-hmm. it was a bit confusing. Oh, fucking hell. Tuesday, I had the worst anxiety. Mm. Shit. The worst anxiety or the worst hangover? No, anxiety. I didn't drink. Okay. Yeah, on Monday. I was home, like, resting all of Monday. Mm. Uh, Tuesday, yeah, that shit hit me. Fam, you know what? I just realized nobody cares about what we did all week. <laughs> nobody who's like, yeah, yeah. I swear. I swear to God, nobody's actually sitting there like, So we oh, can cut that bit. Yeah, let's cut that shit. Cla- cl- classic. Which, which we're not we, going to cut. We always say we're going to cut that, yeah. but we never do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. All right. So for, 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 for what I want to talk about on, on the podcast this week, there's so many things that what I want to- What we want to talk about. Oh yeah, keep on forgetting. Jesus, sorry. His name's sorry. on the tin. No, no, no. See, on the podcast, there's nobody's name on the tin. So, what we want to talk about today? Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to talk about the MCSK. Now, the MCSK, they are the Music Copyright Society of Kenya. They're the guys who collect the royalties for the artists. Yeah. So, um, during the part during this week, <laughs> Kenyan, Crazy, Kenyan artists <laughs> each received. Um, what two thousand five hundred and thirty? Twenty dollars. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. Yeah. For yeah. their twenty five dollars. Yeah. For their um royalties for the year. For the year. Fabs, film film it the other way, bro. Don't film it like a portrait. Are you kind of monkey? Are you? Sorry, uh, I forgot. Um, Fabs is filming the podcast and he's got the camera in in portrait. Film it landscape, guy. All right, yeah. So I'm not gonna cut that out either. So these guys, all of the artists received um twenty five dollars. 2,500 shillings plus the re- removal fees from, fee, yeah. from M-Pesa yeah. um, as their royalties <laughs> oh, wow. for removal the, fee as their it. royalties for the year. Yeah. So, this year in Kenya, there's been a, such a concerted effort for guys to play Kenyan music. As in, guys are play KE, play Kenyan music. And I must say, honestly, that there has been a great increase in the amount of uh, Kenyan music that is played uh, on the radio with yeah. my tattoos. Yeah. You know, artists have come through this year. The Ethics, the um, Sailors, the Boondocks. Boondocks, all those yeah. guys. But after a year of playing Kenyan music, are you, ch- are you joking? You're always joking, bro. No, bro, like, it's for real. This joke is real. Wow. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> after a year of playing Kenyan music, the mandem have been paid 2,500 shillings, $25 in royalty. After Ooh. all that work. What? Ooh. 
a fucking disgrace. <laughs> $25. Like, so here's the thing, right? So let's do the math real quick. Every Uber, every Taxify, yes. every little, every, every PSV, literally. Yeah. yeah. If you're blasting music out, you pay about, what, 2000 and something. That's your annual. That's right. Right? And there's tons of those cars, right? Yeah. Forget um, about your hairdressers, your barbershops. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The barbershops, all of those small establishments. Supermarkets. Yeah, man. Radio stations. Jeez. So you have all of these people who are paying for the use of, of music. music, yeah, yeah, and then after a year of effort and you know championing the play K E cause play Kenyan music, the man them received twenty five dollars from the company, the MCSK company. So in in short, it's safe to say if all these musicians didn't have no gigs, man, mm. fucking hell, mm. bro. I just what 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 made me laugh was the fact that um, every artist was receiving the same amount of money. Yep. <laughs> because honestly, you know you got your big artists here. Yeah. You yeah. know, who doing their thing, the the calligraphs, the Saudi the souls. Saudi souls. In your yeah. So for Saudi soul, they send two, five times four or divide by four. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Saudi soul, divide by four. As a collective or individually. Bro. Yeah. Man. I just think that end of the day, for me, one of the reasons why I never have, have wanted to get involved in the Kenyan music industry is because Structurally, the we nonsense. have so much nonsense going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you can't look at an established artist and give them the same amount of money that you give like a new artist. Yeah, so, to to so, the point where uh, some of these artists were putting it out on social media that they, they have allowed Kenyans to uh, go through piracy to get all the music and no one should even arrest anyone playing local music in a public joint. Yeah. Mm. Not no, at all. So that's actually brilliant they yeah. were just like you know screw you guys yeah, screw now you guys, gee yeah. having been in the you know music industry right so how do you guys do your whole royalty collection in it's the uk done the same way in like the for, same way for example you have the um in the uk you have the like a prs the yeah. performing rights society in the states you have uh ascap and those guys and pretty much you know with radio station logs i know like i know back in the day um when your song was played on, say, for example, Radio One, you knew actually to a pound number mm. how much money each, you were making. Each, each spin would get you. Because if you think about a station like Radio One in the UK, yeah. they could be playing your song to like 13 million people at any given time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they paid quite a sizable amount of money per spin. So this guy's to date, like the Stormzies and what have you, they're making a, a oh, decent man. coin. Yo, publishing is where the money's at, bruv. Yeah. And I'm, don't wanna con- I don't want to confuse royalties and publishing. Royalties is what you get from the, um, from the societies yeah. who are monitoring your use of your music. And as opposed to publishing is where people go out there to use. actively use your music, music to, yeah. to look so, for work for your music. Like yeah? music, musical scores in movies, yeah. that but, kind of stuff. But that's, yeah. where, that's where the money is. That's wow. where the performing publishing, like if you get your publishing right, you can, you can be, like for example, a song like, uh, let's say, um, Suriako mm-hmm. by Saudi Soul here yeah. in Kenya, yeah. which is played at every wedding, played at every radio station, mm-hmm. and when it was huge, yeah, and it's still play. being played. Yeah. End of the day, the check that should have come to those guys from, 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 from royalties yeah. should have been sizable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mad. Mm. But I, I don't think this is mismanagement at just that level. I think all across uh, other um, aspects of us as a country, whatever we put out there. For example, just recently, a female basketball team who are representing us in the FIBA Africa Zone 5 uh, game qualifiers, man. Yo, by the way, if you're a sportsman yeah. in Kenya, why do you even represent Kenya? That's like, the question. You, you know how people used to bitch about footballers and athletes mm. changing their nationality. nationality? Yeah, Fam, if I was an athlete right now and I had a chance to change my nationality, let me tell you, 
Bahrain, here I come. Because <laughs> you know, I'm out. Yeah. It's always Bahrain. Real quick, you man. know what I mean? Yeah. I just seen a tweet here from Saudi Soul. It says, in Kenya, athletes are suffering, footballers are suffering, artist is suff- artists are suffering, everyone who's gifted is suffering. The only people who seem to be happy and satisfied are politicians. It's so hard to be talented in this nation. Exactly. Fam. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, artists are suffering, sportsmen are suffering. We as people, the regular Kenyans are suffering. I I, I just said that. Yeah. I just said that. (laughs) Emphasis. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. There you go. Right. But I mean, I'm telling you, if I was if I was if I was an athlete, man, I'd Mm. be out. Like I'd even go and run for China. I'd be the first black athlete. Running for, but probably not the first. Well, because there's bound to be a night in China, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. It's crazy mm. um, when you think about the taxation and everything that's going into this, bro. Come on, man. Fucking depressing. Oh man, are we really man. gonna stick to about this whole Kenya shit? That's well, crazy. It's in man. the news every single day. Every day, depression, bro. Man. All right, let's talk about some lit stuff. Lit stuff like what? Video games. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by the way, FIFA Twenty. We are about what? <sighs> just a month away from FIFA 20. Yeah. Uh, video. What the fuck are you doing? No, I had to adjust my boxes. Relax. This guy. Jeez. This I'm guy glad I didn't see that. Stood up bro. in the studio and just grabbed his balls. No, I didn't. I just. Well, well, Kwani, you, did, when I say grabbed my balls, Kwani were recording the podcast yourself, naked. Did, did you have a wedgie? <laughs> How did you take off your wedgie, by the way? I don't know. Take I, a long ass step, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I did. Or squat. Wow. I don't know about squatting. Oh my God. The other day when I was on a road trip, right? When I was out in Yahururu, right? <laughs> when I was out in Yahururu. Mm. So we've, you know, this is like super interior. Yeah. So guys are like, okay, cool. Let's stop for Nyama. And you know, it's bear boys, right? Mm. So <clears throat> we're out there chilling. So my stomach's feeling a bit uncomfortable. I'm like, guys, I gotta go. Yo, they had one of those squatty things, bruv. It's called <laughs> a latrine. Calvin. Let me, let me ask don't, you something. Don't tell me. You use the latrine. No, I was just like, I'll hold. It's what? Okay. Why not, bro? When your stomach is upset and you're trying to squat, how is yeah. that even possible, bro? So you just squat and aim. Fam, and squat and aim. That's not yeah. even that's the same. Nah. Wait, yo, Calvin, let me ask you something, yeah? Wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll, Calvin, have you ever used a latrine? Yes, I have. Have you ever used one? So many times. Fabs, You've have, never? have you ever used a latrine? You've never used a latrine? You guys are so fucking primitive. <laughs> oh, wow. you, you ain't never used no latrine. I ain't, listen, I grew up in Jamaica in the 80s. We had flushing toilets. Okay, oh, cool. Thank you. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever used newspaper as tissue paper? <laughs> <laughs> so Since many we're times, all bro. bloody African. So many like, times. Let me tell you, you'd go to Shags. Um, well, I'm, we had which, tissue and shags. Which, which black person has not used newspaper as toilet paper? <laughs> oh, oh, you have? Globally, come on. Do you, do you know how you actually do the paper? Because you know, newspapers are a bit stiff. You have to, yeah. So you got to do it. it. Yeah. Oh, you used to dampen it. Like... Jeez! Oh no! You dumping it. What I knew us kids would do is you just crumple it and just. Yeah, so then it becomes it's a, a little bit, bit soft. Yeah, 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 it's like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing that we got money now, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful. You, yeah. Early on the show, you said you got a big stack of newspapers. Ah, I see. <laughs> Just in case. You're covered. Just in case. You ever yeah. taken a dump in the bush? Yeah, I have. Come nah. on, man. Everyone's done that. What the fuck's the with, like, you guys. You've you know, never did? Do you know what i got to say about, about you guys? Re- regardless of the fact that I've lived in Africa, lived in Kenya for so long, you guys still surprise me. You ain't never taken a, like, you've not pissed in the bush? Leave a little oh, No, pissing in the bush. Take a dump, yeah, bro. I've pissed everywhere. Steaming hot. <laughs> but to have a, a shit in the bush. Yeah. 
A shit like say you were smack in the middle of the game pack or something. Bro, I'd, I'd hold it. You've never gone to a forest and like you're here. Bro, let me tell you. What, what's that? What's that? Monkeys having sex. <laughs> you know what happens? Guys just going to the forest, just climb a tree because you know not, not so many people can spot you from on top of a tree. Fam, so just sit on top of branches and wait, just let it all oh, out. Oh, Andy, wait, that's wait. some primitive shit. Wait. No, I'm not. I'm not boarding. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to go up a tree and take a shit? Like, wait, safety, bro. Wait. <laughs> wait, did you just did you just say right? Yeah. That people climb trees to take a shit. Yeah, some people climb trees <laughs> to take. Yeah. Where's even even if you're boys, bro, you're not solo. Huh? Wait, so stories left, right, and center, and then take stop, a dump. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah, I need guys to comment in the in the comment section of the podcast because I think you're lying, bro. No, I'm not lying, bro. So, guys, wh- wait, why would you climb a tree to take a shit? I never heard of that. Like, gee, never, here's ever, the thing. ever. So, wait, okay, wait, wait, let's stop, print stop, out this stop, scenario. Stop, 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 stop. Have you done that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to explain to me like a little child, like a kid. What's the rationale of you climbing a tree to take a shit? Deep in the heart of Nyeri, a place called Lodaya. Fam, you just can't say Nyeri like that. <laughs> That's my shags. Now people are gonna be out here like, yo, we can't go to Nyeri because they ain't got no lose out there. <laughs> listen, no, actually, listen, actually need for the experience, bro. Let me tell you, I ain't even gonna lie to you. From, from now on, when I go up to your side of the world, I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna look up. I'm, I know! <laughs> it's gonna be a sunny day. I'm gonna walk with an umbrella because you niggas be up there shitting from trees. <laughs> no, but you see, there's warning signs because you just hear, just dump dropping down. No, yeah. I'm not yeah. boarding. I'm Andy, not boarding. Live on the edge, man. No, no, Live no, on no, the edge. Live alone, drugs and so everything. You supposed Take to a dump on top of a tree. So you're, how you supposed lying. to be? How you supposed to be? How your man them gonna watch you? Because you're like, together. So, so, no one's so, watching anyone. So they can't. Calvin, he's lying. No, Calvin, let me ask you something. Have you ever taken a dump next to another guy? Nah. Never, ever. Bro, why you're, would you do that? Let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you something. When I was in high school, we've gone to some really remote places, man. Like they don't have proper amenities. They don't have proper toilets, bro. Bro, so you, know, you 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 guys as a bunch, you can't go one by one. Listen, Andy, this podcast used to sound very bougie. Now <laughs> it sounds like poverty. <laughs> Fuck it up, no, we're, we're being real, man. You know, you know, there used to be an initiative for flying toilets back in Kibera. <laughs> oh you yeah, know, I remember that. Yeah, do you know what? I would never go to your school reunion. <laughs> Yo, remember that time we had a twin ship? <laughs> A trio, a quartet. My, mine was bigger than yours. <laughs> then oh, you're yeah. like, it was called that. Oh my goodness. Jesus. Bro, it's, it's one of the most awkward things. Like you can't even look sideways, just look straight. Can you notice that G's not even looking at you? Like he normally he'll looks turn. at the microphone, but he's just standing around. I'm, he, he'll no, turn. I'm literally. Take me as I am, G. I'm literally <laughs> shocked that Andrew, uh, Andrew Young has climbed trees to shit yeah. and has shit with his friends. He had shit parties. <laughs> like, let me go, wow. Yo, so I don't talk about my high school experiences, <laughs> no, 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 bro. No, no, no. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, what's we'll up? We'll do it later. Yeah. You know what? Let's go shit. <laughs> yo, they never been to remote places, are you, are yo. Are going to come to mine or am I going to come to yours? Yo, listen, I got some real shit lined up. <laughs> some real shit shit. You know, I got the papers and everything. Oh, I swear oh, you only never been to remote places, what, you've bro. Got, you've got tissue? Yeah, I got a newspaper, bro. Oh, That's fam. next level, yeah, Rip off the obituary yeah, space, And bro. you know... What? Oh, my God. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> By the way, yeah, you know worse. that would be... Oh, man, you can't defecate on the dead. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> we could have gotten away with pregnant pause right there. What else are we talking? We need to save this podcast. We really do. Like it's, it's too gone late, bro. to the shit. It's too late. Nah, I'm I'm still shocked, fam. I still can't get beyond guys climbing trees to have a dump. That is that is some madness. That is that's why people are called primitives and natives. Okay, that's, genuine that's... question, guys. What's the most remote places you've been to? In the world? Yes, in the world. The most remote, man. Like interior or like what? I'm never honestly. I'm gonna put my hands up. Yeah. I didn't grow up in a village, or I've never experienced village life. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in my. I spent my first thirteen years in London, mm-hmm. and then I spent like nine years after that in Kingston. So I'm 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 not bored. I, I've been I've been to some remote places, but um, I well like you know when I travel with uh, my uncle, he was in the mm-hmm. tours business, mm-hmm. right? But the one place that I've been that was like mad mad interior is a place called um, Kilima Pesa. Mm. So it's marking the border of Kenya and Tanzania, right? Okay. So there used to be a lot of gold uh, mining that was done over there. Right. So you have to cut through the Mara mm-hmm. and get to points where you have to call on the on the over, uh, what do you call it, the radio. The walkie-talkies. Yeah. For them to come get you because you can't go through a certain section. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you this, mm-hmm. this is not an endorsement or anything, mm-hmm. but yo, Airtel mm-hmm. was the only network mm-hmm. that could actually get there. Like it was bloody in the middle of nowhere. True story. One time we got a puncher. In a in a double cup pickup, right? Mm-hmm. Puncher, boom, in there. And the other tire that we had had a flat. Right. So we've already wow. used it. Wow. And we had a Maasai guy who, you know, like they walk smack in the middle of the park. Yeah. So he stopped us and he's like, Can I get a lift? Bro, he's seated in the middle of me and my uncle. So we're just driving, you know, down a, a dirt road in the mar- in the middle of the Mara. So we get a puncher. Can you believe my man stepped out and continued walking and left us? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So we had to run through the. Oh the, We ran through the rubber tire, yeah, the the, the tire. Under, uh, on, on, you know, just on the on rim, the rim and everything, yeah. just moving slow. We get to this village, smack in the middle of nowhere. There's no, you know, uh, Ga- a gas, no gas station. Fam, the tire was repaired by a bicycle guy. So wow. let me tell you this: we all took turns to pump. You know that pump for the. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Bicycle. Bro, hey. Wow, that's a mad Those one were the right ones, man. See but now that that's the thing. If you haven't been in an environment where you've been forced to do something outrageous, something you wouldn't naturally do, then or yeah. Like charge Fun. your iPhone. You mentioned Othaya. Yeah. In Nyeri. In Nyeri. Which yeah. is, isn't that like where the former president lives? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that they have toilets there. They do. Yeah. But you see what happened was there was a big tea plantation, you know, from, you know from where we were at. Yeah. You guys, you know what? Let's own your shit. You just wanted to climb a tree and shit to see what it feels like. I told you I did for the experience, man. You guys are mad, fam. Like, those are some <laughs> mad I don't want to talk about shit no more. <laughs> yeah, man. I really don't. <laughs> for real. You know what I want to talk about, though? Because actually, we started talking about video games, and I don't know how we got into shit from video games. But um, FIFA 20 is about to drop for all of you guys who um, are FIFA uh, fans and all of you guys who are gamers. I've been learning a lot more about gaming recently because when, um, obviously, uh, off-season and FIFA, you still play with the old one, but I've been trying to open my mind to new games. Yeah. But beyond all of that, do you know what I realize video games actually are? Video games and when you video game with your boys... It's actually the male equivalent of a chama without the money and the cash. Oh, interesting. And let me tell you, a chama like a gathering of, 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 of people. Yeah, let me tell you why. Do you know, outside of the bar, yeah, outside of the bar and drinks, the next place where you find men con- congregating is wherever they're playing games. True. No. Oh. Where else? Whole house. 
Yeah. Okay. So speak for you and your friends. Speak for yourself, bro. No. But yeah. No. But no. All right, all yeah. But you get me. Yeah. Though. But what also? Are you going to a whole house to congregate? Exactly. You're gonna have a I'm deep conversation. About, unless, like, at the end of the day, I know you've watched porn with your boys. <laughs> you maybe you go to whole houses with your boys. But think about it. Like, apart from drinks, take drinks out of the scenario. When's the last time? When you like for me, if you take drink, drinks out of the scenario, like a bar, or whatever, even in the house, right? The last time I hung out with my boys is, is when playing FIFA. Okay, and I think also that a lot of women who may be nagging their husbands or their boys—you spend so much time on this thing. Yeah, need to understand that's a space where men bond. Yeah, I truly, actually believe that. And like, no, honestly, I'm just sitting out here like I don't play FIFA. Yeah, well, you drink, so you drink with your buddies. But yeah. the, the point I'm trying to make I is... I go, ah, hikes. Yeah, you yes. go hike. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. there you, there you go. go. Mm. You, you go and shit from trees. <laughs> but um, but the point I'm making wow. is, you know, I think that there's space in this mar- in the market here yeah, for an event, and I'm going to just throw it out there. Somebody's going to probably steal Take it. Take it, yeah. But FIFA and conversations... FIFA, like you, Fuck, for example, I thought you were go- anyway. My, my, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say FIFA. <laughs> I know you thought I was gonna say oh, FIFA and fucking. No, on, no, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say what FIFA and condoms, what? which would Jeez. be a brilliant way for you to dispense condoms. I okay. think about it. Okay, Fam, okay. The spare man bro. there. Yeah, FIFA That's and condoms. Bro. Like yo, if you win. Why do you just bring everything down to the most basic level? No, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get somewhere. Here. I back on your gig. So I'm thinking, thinking about it, right? FIFA brings people together. Can mm-hmm. you imagine, right? You know, with the, all the stigmatism of mental health and stuff, men don't like to talk about, well, Africa in general does not like to have that conversation about mental health. Oh, by ask me something about that after. Yeah. yeah. But can you imagine a situation where you had um, somehow integrated FIFA and conversations? Yeah. Where you could have, I don't know if you could have, uh, you could have speakers there. You, I don't know what it is, but using using PlayStation, using gaming as the core to bring people together. True. I reckon there's something there, fam. Because I actually think that's quite something. Because you know men generally don't talk. We've sat here on the mm. podcast, right? Yeah. So my point was this, right? Gee, so yesterday I asked guys, um, this week I've been asking guys about therapy and all. So yesterday I posted up on Instagram and even on Twitter. Half of the rest, actually 95% is response from women. About therapy? Yeah. Because men, men nah. Like on Instagram last night, it was just bare chicks, and they're like, "No, yes, what? I'm thinking about it. I've been once. I'm thinking about going back, niggas. Mm. Nothing. Mm. Keep it to themselves. Everything. Everything. It was so strange. Like, wow. And I actually uh, this week I saw a chick complaining on Twitter, uh, asking why don't guys talk to their shoulders? Why don't guys talk to the women that they're close to? You know, you know, it depends on the kind of woman you have, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have told women things and it's turned to ammo. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Fam. So that, that was one of the responses that yeah. someone uh, put just under that tweet. He, he, he went like, you see, the problem is you open up to a chick and then say something hits the fan or she decides, oh, she's in mm. a, a certain mood or a certain yeah, space. Yeah. She's just going to dispense everything that you confided her in or rather you confided in her with. Mm. You get me? So that's a fear that guys actually face. But I think honestly, isn't that a fear you have with anybody that you open up? Um, you open up True, to not yeah. just not just chicks. I mean, end of the day, you know, men are more vulnerable than they would let they'd, they'd like to think. Yeah, they especially, are. and I, you know, I hate to say it, but especially in Africa where you have all of this mad 
this madness going on in terms of your patriarchal society and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I just think that like, people are, are just gen- men genuinely don't open up to anyone. That's you know? true, man. That's true. Because if you, if you think about it, yeah, how many of your homies can you can you like say that you can just open up to and be blah blah blah? Such a small number. It's a small number. Like yeah. I had a situation this week where where um. Hmm. Let me leave that one out. Come on. <laughs> no, the reason. No, the reason I'm gonna leave it out. Uh-huh. One yeah. simple reason because end of the day, me bringing that to to the podcast now mm-hmm. is actually me breaching the confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let me just leave. The, let me personally leave, but properly leave that one out. Okay. But but, but I, I, a situation I, I, where 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 you know somebody needed help and the the direction that um the help was needed from, I wouldn't have seen it in a month uh, a month of Sundays. If every day was a Sunday, I would never have seen that need in that person. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, man, crazy. I don't know. I, I don't think men could ever really... Um, there's, there's levels in confiding. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this general shit, mm. uh, what you're going through, job security, all that different kind of stuff, mm. family. But yo, Cause if I mean, a man can confide to you right. as a brother and yeah. tell you, fam, I and got ED. ED? What's ED? Erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah. That's next level. Yeah, but then you see, I I don't know. I think I, think, I don't think so. I think that's a thing that comes with, with um, age. No, not erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> but I think genuinely, genuinely, like I've got, I've, I think genuinely, I've got people, friends, who I could be that open with. Yeah. Yeah. So if it ever happens, guys, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, like cool. yo. No, but for real, this reptile is asleep. <laughs> you you, you touched you touched the uh, um. Yeah, that one passed you. You touched a very interesting um, thing. Yeah. Because guys are stressed at work. Very. Do you know what? I ain't, I ain't even going to lie to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the good thing I like about this podcast brought to you by The Good Company. The views expressed on this podcast do not oh, reflect the views of anybody whom I might work for. I've had a rough week at work. Yeah. And I've had a rough week at work on so many levels because there's a lot of changes happening and you know, yeah. end of the day, like it's just been a bit a bit it's been a lot to absorb in a in a very short, short period span, yeah. of yeah. time. Yeah. But at the same time, apart from vent, you know, I haven't I have not been able to vent in the way I would like to vent. Apart yeah. from I work basically I can't vent to you guys mm. because we work in the same place and somewhere along the line I'm supposed to be yeah. Um, NDA, NDA, all of that stuff. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Um, I, but but I I do vent to my friends, mm. my friend, one my particular friend in the UK. Yeah, about everything that's going on, and I will vent to my bro. But I think that like if you if I can if I can say honestly that I've struggled at work mm. this week for the first time in a very very long time. Imagine everyone who's going through that process on a day to day basis. Damn. Without anyone to have a conversation that, with. That's, cr- it's that's crazy. a lot. <clears throat> you know the craziest thing? Like I told you guys about my anxiety on Tuesday. Fam. Like I don't know what the fuck mums are about. Can you believe, like I'm not trying to, you know, like, you know, I can't really talk about my mum much, right? Yeah. But can you believe in a very weird interconnected way, whenever I'm so fucking low is when she calls me out of the blue. They know, bro. And, and like, I'm annoyed. Like, I don't want to really talk about it. You know, I'll be like, okay, mom, yeah, yeah, cool. Like, mm. I'm trying to get her off the phone as quick as possible. Yeah. But she's just like, yeah. And, and while I'm having that conversation with her, I'm always just like, you know, 
there's people who don't have the opportunity to talk to their moms like that, right? Yeah. So yeah. you better cherish this moment. So I'll be like, like I remember I, I was so quick to get off phone with her. Then I was like, yeah, mom, by the way, sent her a text right after. She's like, but uh, I told her, yo, my anxiety today was really, really, you know, low. I just yeah. want to sleep. Yeah. She's like, so what's bugging you? You know, you need to tell me, uh, mm-hmm. SMS me what mm-hmm. exactly so I can pray for you. And I was just like, that's the one. Fucking bro. hell, man. Yeah, treasure that, bro. Well, honestly, and she, she, she she's definitely right about that because there are those who don't have that, that opportunity um, yeah. to do that. It's funny you should say that because I, my aunt, before she passed away, I was raised by my grandmother and my aunt. My yeah. aunt, before she passed away, I could be here in Nairobi, mm. low as fuck, yeah. sick maybe, even flu, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And right at that moment, the phone would always ring. Hey, I just felt like giving you a call. How yeah. are you doing? It's crazy. It's a very weird interconnection. Very. Man. Yeah. As if the telepathy works on another level when it comes to like that kind of connection. Mm. Like, you yeah. know the craziest thing that she told me? She's like, I pray for your prayers. Bruh. That's wow. deep, bro. That's fucking That's deep. deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yo. And you just out here being a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and uh, on that tip, yeah, uh, talking to your boys and everything, what do we feel about conditional friendships? Let me explain, yeah? For example, say I have a friend specifically for this and I have a friend specifically for this. Like, if me and you relate when it comes to business, then it's business. If it's going out, it's going out. If it's, I can talk to you, I can open up to you, it's, it's just that. I 100% I agree I s- with that. I saw your post earlier this week that says, the same energy that you have with me in the club, I hope it's the same energy you're going to have uh, to tell me about business. Exactly. Well, let me tell you something. I believe in that whole conditional. I think all friendships are conditional. Yeah. At some point, you know, uh, it's it's you get what you get from 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 each person. Yeah. I made the mistake once of interconnecting all of my various strands of friendship, and it was an absolute disaster. It was a mess. Yeah. So, for example, I had to step back from the whole group and say, okay, you go back to being. I want to go out and have a drink, friend. Mm-hmm. You go back to being, let's play FIFA, friend. Okay. You go back to being my venting friend. But y'all all connected. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, no, I, I ain't about that life. I got different friends uh-huh. who fulfill different needs. things and needs okay. yeah. in my life, you know. So did you sit them down and have that conversation with them individually? Or is it something that just happened gradually over time? Like you pull yourself away and then you marked clear boundaries when it comes to relating with them. Nah, it's always going to... It's always going to evolve into that. Okay. You see what I'm trying to say? It's yeah. the energy that you give. Because, you know, and you've got, you got to look at it from, from another perspective as well, mm-hmm. right? We're conditioned through music, culture, society in this day and age. Yeah. No new friends, no new friends. Yeah. I don't need friends. That's what guys, no, that's what guys have been conditioned to be about. In the same way how in the 80s, all the songs in Jamaica were saying, don't eat pussy, don't eat pussy, don't eat pussy, don't eat pussy. but you know but you know they do but yeah but you know but what i'm trying to say is end of the day we've been conditioned Mm -hmm. to look at friendship as something that um you know i don't need this if it happens but friendship friendships your friendships should evolve organically and people will occupy that space in your life Mm -hmm. that they should occupy in your life yes they should that's what i'm trying to say rather than saying okay calvin now you know what calvin you're gonna go from my hangout group to my FIFA group. No, mm-hmm. actually, you're going to be in the group that I went to. No, everybody should have a different role that they play in your life. Mm. And from a friendship perspective, mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that all friendships mm-hmm. should be mutually developing yeah. Yeah. or mutually beneficial in the sense of like, yeah. 
I learn from you, you learn, you learn from me. It's symbiotic, yeah. Everybody, including you, Andy, including you, Calvin, mm-hmm. I may not say this, but I learn a lot from both of you. For you, Andy, I respect the fact that you are who you are. As in, you're not changing your shit on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You've, you've got your, your standards. You stick to them, even when it's not cool and you believe in Noah's Ark and mm. fucking all that shit. <laughs> You stick to it, yeah? <laughs> the likes on Instagram. That's a, that's a low blow, bro. Okay. No, it's the truth, though. As, yeah. an, as annoying as, as I tend to find Calvin at times, I respect the fact that with Calvin, nothing fucking bothers him. As in... It's like, annoying, yeah. It's so annoying. Like, so you, annoying. you can say to this guy, you're a pussy, all you did this, you stupid citizen. And he'd be like... I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so, and moves on. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. But I wish I had that... I wish I had that trait because the minute you go at me, I'm ready to flip and get defensive. Him, yeah. he's just like, yeah, whatever. So they should be, mo- and these are things that I've learned mm-hmm. vicariously just through hanging around with you guys. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Yeah. So I think that your friendship should actually be along those lines of, um, of, um, of, of mutual development. The only thing I've learned from Mr. Fabs is that long distance relationships <laughs> don't work, but that's cool. <laughs> Mr. Fabs is not a homeboy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, it's out there, Fabs. It's out there now. Oh, <laughs> Easy, man. <sighs> what? You know what? 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 Okay, finish your trend of thought. No, I've done. I'm done. You know what? Fuck people, by the way. What have we done now, bro? Okay. <laughs> no, nothing. No one's. Fuck. <laughs> I just want to keep my hair. <laughs> I just want to fucking say that. Like, yo. So, can you believe? So, for those of you. <sighs> Those of you who don't know, Calvin has been growing dreadlocks for the last how many months? About two, two months or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 two and a half months right and now. And he is now experiencing the anti-dreadlock Fuck. brigade in full. <laughs> Jeez. Peer pressure is real, bro. So let's, no. in, let's interview Calvin now. So Calvin, your life as a dreadlocked Kenyan, <laughs> how yet. has your life changed? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I've never been stopped nowhere, been told you can't park here, or you can't go it nowhere. It happens now. Uh, no, it's never. No, not it's yet. not. It's not, not yet, not right? Yet, yeah. Like, no one's looked at me and they're like, bro, nah, nah, nah. Or mm. someone's spoken to me in Swahili automatically because I had dreadlocks, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, so yesterday I posted up a picture of me in short hair. Bro, fucking hell, man. It was bare women. Mm. Just like, oh my God, you're back. Oh, you know, you should have ah, kept the short hair. Uh, oh, what, what, what? Some chick was like, oh, you're, being, you're even back to being fuckable now. Oh, wow. Ooh. I was <laughs> like, okay. Do you know what you need to do, though? To find out which, which of these chicks are truly in your corner. Fam, keep, like, keep your dreadlocks. Get yourself a pair of safari boots. <laughs> Get yourself a pair of safari boots or desert boot, desert boot clocks yeah. with your baby dreadlocks That's and just it. take a walk. Go, go to Mercury or go to Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. De- and then see what happens. <laughs> Bro, like I had, I had um, someone call me and tell me, listen, I'm about to free up one hour of my afternoon to just see you in short hair. What? Wow. Is that serious, bro? Fam, like I'm, I'm just like fam. You know what? But honestly, I just want to fucking grow my dreadlocks. But let's be, let's be honest though. Like honestly, like let's say, okay, you, you like, motherfuckers, coming, it's coming, it's coming. no, you motherfuckers <laughs> can go at me because you know what I've discovered. People are very dishonest out here. <laughs> Yesterday when I posted that, it was just like, oh my god, you look like a fucking slave. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I've been told everything. 
mop head, right. what? I put it out there, bruv. When I saw when I saw the picture of you with short hair yesterday, what was my response? You're like, I no, I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you did it. And the reason I said that is because I know the pressure that people are putting yeah. on you because yeah. you're growing these dreadlocks, yes. right? And I was like, I can't believe you've given up because of the pressure. Yes. So I was happy to see that... <laughs> You got your dreadlocks still today. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm living vicariously for you, bro. Yeah, Us so bald headed guys. But then again, I ain't gonna lie to you. If I if I could grow hair, I wouldn't grow dreadlocks. But that's <laughs> a conversation. Yo, Calvin, let me ask you. So when you decided to grow your dreads, mm. did you get chicks coming your way? Shorties coming your way because they're kind of digging the new vibe. Um, not really. No, really. Funny enough, funny enough. Um, I wouldn't say. Uh, yeah, dreadlocks. I've actually had my like uh, DM game go like very low. Wow, <laughs> birth control. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, <laughs> that's that shit. Dreadlocks, dreadlocks. <laughs> like the new, new contraceptive. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm being the club. Fam, it's hard. Do you know? Yeah, do you know get, what? Get the cup on, bro. Do you know? What I got. I, I got a rate about this pop. This podcast, though, like. <laughs> end of the day if you're talking about male vulnerability we've just spent five minutes as african and caribbean men discussing fucking hair jesus, jesus. who are we <laughs> who are we like let me tell you let me tell you let me read your message right now um let me go into my dm is was, this real that was quick what was that the, you sent somebody a nude no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay, I see. I you see. see? He's just shown me his DM from a very beautiful lady asking him, is this real? Bruh, the fact that this cut is here. Anyway, I'm saying, <sighs> you know, so I hope the ladies who are listening today realize that, you know what? It's not you, just you guys who go through bad hair days. <laughs> <laughs> it's been bad hair weeks. Some of us go through no hair days. Some of us go through dreadlock hair days. And some of us just go through days, for real. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. All right. This has been The Mics Are Open. Every Friday, we drop you some jewels. Sometimes we talk about nonsense. Today, we just spoke about a lot of shit. We're back. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We're back next week. Peace out. <laughs>